0: I'm Dave Champion. I'm sure it comes as no surprise to you that people are still saying incredibly bizarre, nutty things about SARS CoV 2, including one of the things that's shocking to me is they're saying, even as all across the United States we've seen just massive freefall, collapse of the New Daily infection numbers, there are people still telling others, oh no, man, it's on the rise. Numbers are going up everywhere. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm not going to say it because Facebook would probably say this is false and misleading. But Dr. Martin McCary, who is a prestigious MD at Johns Hopkins and is a professor there, he says that as of early January, the United States hit herd immunity. And I agree with him. (laughs) Okay. So one of the things that I've told you here before is that I imagine in time, when there's enough rollout of the vaccines, when enough people have been vaccinated, the establishment is going to lie to your face and tell you that the reason the numbers collapsed was the vaccine, even though you go back to January 7th when the numbers started to collapse and not even 1% of the U.S. population was vaccinated at that time. Nevertheless, they're going to tell you that. They're going to lie. You watch. You will see it. But it occurred to me as I was thinking that through that even when they try that lie, there is a pharmacological, and physiological reason, that can never be valid or true. I'm going to cover a few things in today's video, but I'll start with the issue of, can the vaccines cause numbers to collapse? Now, I'm going to let you draw your opinion again, because Facebook is uh, <laughs> Uh, to say they suppress free speech and suppress facts would be an understatement. But I'm going to give you the facts. I can't state the conclusion because they'd again say this is a false and misleading presentation. I'm going to let you reach the conclusions. Okay, so the vaccine manufacturers have said, this is not me, it's them speaking, that after you've had the requisite two jabs of the vaccine, you can still become infected with the SARS-CoV-2 virus, and you can still... Infect others again. That's the manufacturer talking, not me. Okay. Now, what the vaccine is supposed to do is it is supposed to prevent you from getting seriously ill with COVID-19. And I've discussed this before. If you were completely healthy, have a robust uh, immune process, such as somebody living in ketosis, that shot is probably irrelevant. Uh, if you were likely to get a little bit sick with COVID-19, you probably won't experience anything. If you were to get moderately sick with COVID-19, absent the vaccine, with the vaccine, you might get a little something. And But the most important part, as far as the vaccine manufacturers and the government are concerned, is that uh, you will not develop life-threatening levels of COVID-19. That's the pitch. Now, whether it's factual, I, I don't know. The, the manufacturers say that is so, The FDA says that is so, we'll see if that is so, but at least at this time, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt on that. It seems reasonable to me. When somebody says, Dave, the FDA said it's safe, why don't you just accept that? Okay, So I'm not saying the vaccines are not safe. Let me Facebook moderators, let me be very clear, I'm not saying that. But on the question of why wouldn't you automatically take the FDA's word for it? Every single drug that's ever been recalled by the FDA was first approved as safe by the FDA. So we've talked about this gradient, right? So if you were likely to get severely ill absent the vaccine, after the vaccine, you might just get moderately ill. If you were going to get moderately ill absent the vaccine, with the vaccine, you might just get a little something. You might feel like you got a touch of the flu. Okay. However, if you go get tested, the PCR test is still going to pick up the RNA of the SARS-CoV-2 virus in your body. So that would not bring numbers down if if you don't, I mean, it would bring them down in a little bit in the sense that some people wouldn't feel sick at all, so they wouldn't be predisposed to go get tested. But if you feel even a little sick, let's just say the only symptom you have is, wait a second, I can't taste or smell anything. I feel fine, but I can't taste or smell. I better run down and get tested. So the person goes down and has a PCR test. If the SARS-CoV-2 virus is inside them, they're going to come up positive. So you would not have this collapse of new daily infections just from the vaccine. Like I said, this is a pharmacological and physiological explanation. And if somebody wants to prove me wrong, go ahead. But I think it's a pretty damn reasonable interpretation. I want to share with you something said by a reporter for the COVID Neuroses Network, otherwise known as CNN. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, so I apologize if I get this wrong. I believe it is a French derivation, but her name is Christine. I'm going to call it Maurice. It's there on the screen. You can take a look at the spelling. And in a CNN article authored by Christine, she says, the country is still nowhere near herd immunity levels. What? This was just published yesterday, as I'm sitting here talking to you. Okay, so John Hopkins professor Martin McCary, who I mentioned to you a minute ago, said in a Wall Street Journal article a week ago, the consistent and rapid decline in daily cases since January 8th can be explained only... By natural immunity, and by that he means natural herd immunity, because the other form of natural immunity would have only been applicable at the very beginning of the outbreak, here, whatever we are, 12, 14, 15 months into it. um, Natural immunity, when talking about the immune process, would not be even a relevant part of discussion. So he's talking about natural herd immunity. So the question is, who do you believe? Do you believe this yellow journalist, this propagandist, writing for the COVID neuroses network, who from day one, its agenda has clearly been to gin up as much fear in the public as possible? Or do you believe the prestigious Dr. McCary? Well, actually, I don't want you to believe either one. I want you to take a look at the numbers for yourself and make up your own mind. What you're looking at is a graph compiled from the data concerning the United States' new daily infections. And as you can see, from January 7th through February 21st, the United States has experienced a dramatic decline of 82% in new daily infections. So essentially, you're talking about an 82% reduction nationwide in six weeks. How about you? I'm going to go with Dr. McCary and say, yeah, that supports 100% herd immunity. Now I want to discuss the data that speaks to the efficacy or lack thereof of wearing masks during a pandemic, an epidemic, an outbreak, however you want to look at that. Again, I need to say, Facebook moderators, I'm presenting data. I'm not going to give a scientific conclusion. I'm just going to provide the data and I'm going to allow the audience to make up their own minds as to what the data actually means. So please don't say that this is false and misleading because the data is balls-on accurate. In order to thoroughly investigate this, we're gonna look at it from two different perspectives. Number one is the wildly fluctuating trajectories of new daily infections after states put statewide mask orders in place. And then the second part is we're going to look at consistent trajectory. In other words, no change in trajectory in places where the mask orders have been removed or where there were events where the media reported that there was virtually no mask wearing at all. So what happened to the numbers when nobody was wearing masks? For part one, I'm just going to look at three states. I could have looked at a bunch, but this would have been a very long video. What I did is I chose a state on the East Coast, a state that's sort of-ish Midwest, and then West Coast, so that we're representing a fair segment of the regions across the United States. What you're looking at is a graph compiled from the data of the state of Massachusetts. The vertical black line, as you can see, is November 6th, and that was when Massachusetts tightened up its mask order. Basically, with the governor, he literally, I read his quote, he literally said this. Uh, this isn't a quote, but it's very, very close. He said, if you're out of the house, you need to wear a mask. Okay. So which, like, remember, they're always talking about follow the science. That is so, has nothing to do with science. Um, so like, yeah, you're walking your dog in the middle of nowhere, No, not another human being around. You're out of the house. Wear a mask. There's no science to that. Let's say you go to a kid's sporting event and, and you're standing, I don't know, at the edge of the playing field and there's no human being within 40 feet of you in any direction. Have to wear a mask. Yeah, there's no science to that. So let's take a quick look at the incremental increases and decreases after the more strict mask order was initiated. So here, cases continue to go up, and there's a plateau, and whoa! (laughs) What is that, right? That's not supposed to happen when you are wearing masks. And then we have a decrease here, and then whoa, another one, that's crazy. Oh yeah, and then this. So let's be clear, if we just generalize this, After they had this super strict mask order in place, this happened, and then this happened. Yeah, that's what Dr. McCurry has called herd immunity. This is a graph compiled from the data of the state of Illinois. You can see here again, the vertical black line is the date that the mask order went into place in Illinois. And, of course, you can see a downward trend here. And then we start seeing an upward trend there. We'll call this a plateau right there. And then, boom! (laughs) What the hell is that, right? And then, yeah, it goes down. So, once again, you've got to have the red line to get to the blue line. That's the way herd immunity works. This is a graph of the data compiled from the state of Nevada, where I live. And again, the vertical black line is the date that Governor Sisolak put the mask order in place. And then you see the numbers go up, and then you see the numbers go down, and then up, and then up, and then down, and then up, and then down, and then up. And then down. But again, looking at this in a general sense, you've got to have the red line to get to the blue line. Herd immunity. The establishment narrative, of course, that masks work. Now, I guess works. Not sure when the establishment says that exactly how they define works. But when you look at those graphs and the numbers go up and then down and then up and then down, I'm just going to throw this out there. Facebook moderators, listen to the language carefully. It's almost as if, am not saying it doesn't work, it's almost as if people wearing masks doesn't matter. I'm not saying the masks don't work. It seems like in the real world, perhaps, masks don't actually have much of an impact. All right, on to part two, which is places where it was widely reported that during a particular event no masks were worn or in a state where they've lifted the mask order. Now, as to the part about states lifting the mask order, currently there are numbers that I could present to you on one, and that's because they're just one state lifted them recently. But enough time has passed for me to present the data to you. There are two more states that also got rid of their mask orders. I require a minimum 21 days post the lifting, the post the termination of the order, before I'm gonna present the data to you, because if I do it any less than 21 days, the data is pretty much meaningless and I don't wanna waste your time. It was widely reported that crowds that got together for Super Bowl on February 2nd. Did not wear masks or social distance. I remember watching a CNN reporter. She's out. You can see the the activity in the background. She's standing out outside of like a patio door or something, and she's double masked and she's literally explaining to the CNN host. She's out on the site reporting from on scene, and she's literally saying, "I had to wear two masks because they're not wearing masks." And of course, there was no social distancing. Right? People were like shoulder to shoulder. And I forget what jurisdiction it was. Was it Dade County? Or like the mayor was saying they were going to review all the tapes and prosecute all those people (laughs) for not wearing masks or social distancing. Okay, so aside from all that craziness, what does the data show before Super Bowl Sunday and then there was Super Bowl Sunday when it was widely reported that masks were not worn and social distancing was not engaged in? What happened after that? Again, you're looking at a graph compiled from the data out of the state of Florida. The black line, once again, is the Super Bowl Sunday. Now, the red line to the left of the black line, that's about two and a half weeks. And to the right of the black line, that's about two and a half weeks. Now, the important part here that you will note is that there is absolutely zero change in trajectory. Now, on this trajectory thing, I want to be very clear. I, I should have discussed this in a video about a week ago, and I failed to, so I want to address it here. We happen to be at a point because of herd immunity where cases are plummeting. Okay, So when I, I give you the black vertical line and I show you that the trajectory hasn't changed, don't get the wrong impression that this is only an applicable thing downward. Okay, So if the, if the opposite were true, if cases were going up, the trajectory was constant going up, and then say, for the sake of argument, there was a mask order, and the trajectory was unchanged after everybody suddenly put on a mask, I would also question the efficacy of mask scoring in society during an outbreak. Uh, So it doesn't matter whether it's down or up, the question is if you have a thing, and that thing Whether it's Super Bowl Sunday, whether it's ordering masks, whether it's getting rid of masks, if that thing doesn't alter the trajectory of new daily infections, a rational person has to question the efficacy. In a previous video, I discussed North Dakota having gotten rid of its statewide mask mandate on January 18th. So let's take a look at what the data shows there. The solid black line, as you can see, is January 18th. That's the date that the governor got rid of the statewide mask mandate. And the red line to the left of the black represents just shy of 30 days. And to the right of the black line is about 30 days. So you can see the trajectory was downward. The governor said, you don't have to wear masks in this state anymore. And the trajectory remained unchanged. There is no way a rational person who understands mathematics and logic and reasoning can look at that sequence, trajectory, and then there's some sort of major change, ordering masks, saying you don't have to wear masks anymore, or an event in which huge numbers of people got together without masks or social distancing. If the trajectory doesn't change, that has to call into question the establishment narrative we've been hearing for the last 12, 13, 14 months. It has to. Facebook moderators. I'm saying, based on the equation I've expressed here in the last couple of minutes, that one does have to question the long-running establishment narrative based on the data we've been seeing. But note, Facebook moderators, I am not saying, I assume you have to question it. I'm not saying what conclusions you have to come to. That's up for the audience to determine. I'm pretty sure if you're watching one of my videos, you have no problem finding for yourself, based on your rationality and your reasoning, what the conclusion probably, maybe, could be, or should be. Music